All right, welcome back to another episode of Talking Bad. I'm Brian here with Blake. Yep. Uh, we're here to talk about Dead Freight, the fifth episode of the final season of Breaking Bad. You can't even get us a single barrel of methylamine. Who said anything about barrels? I'm talking about an ocean. That's where you do it. What exactly? Get your methylamine. Rob it like Jesse James. I have done this long enough to know that there are two kinds of heist. Those where the guys get away with it, and those that leave witnesses. Obviously, this is an episode a lot of people are going to be talking about. Um, for me, I my initial thoughts overall about it was I had been hearing some things, little murmurs from behind the scenes about this episode. And so I was getting set up for a major, major twist, plot twist that didn't come. So initially, after the episode ended, I was kind of like, huh, well, huh. And then the more I dwelled on it, it was just like, well, obviously that was an awesome episode. Yeah. But initially, yeah, but initially there were little things like a couple of things I sent to you, right? Like I even told, we even talked about it on here, I think. What's that? How like episode five, watch out for episode five. It's going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. And, and um, Marie, uh, her real life person, I don't know her name, but uh, <laughs> the actress who plays yeah, Marie on Twitter yeah. was like, I hope everyone's ready. Let me know what you think. And if I was on Twitter and responding, I'd be like, you know, it's pretty good, but uh, okay. Yeah. Well, Aaron <laughs> Paul, else? Aaron Paul, the guy who plays Jesse Pinkman, really set it off the night before on his Twitter when he was like, you guys get ready for tomorrow night because it's about to get nuts or something like that. It was probably and, all due to that final scene, uh, you know, well, we'll, to where they're we'll like, get to that's that. going to that's gonna really resonate with people. Right. Well, it's definitely, the I think, the better episode of this season. Um, there were also a lot of other, other hints. I mean, the show obviously loves foreshadowing. So, you know, in the last things Walt said in the last episode, you know, nothing stops this train, nothing. Yeah, and then this this episode, they're obviously trying to stop a train. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> you know, and with Skylar uh, saying, "What are you? What are you burying bodies?" and he was like, <laughs> "Robbing a train." Right. Uh, it was awesome. <laughs> and then one thing that I think we were kind of stupid about was we had some signs here that I think a lot of people uh, guessed had a theory about. It was a very common theory, I'd say, was that remember we were talking about um, the the new guy Todd. Mm -hmm. And I said, we both said, we know this actor. This is not a bit part. He is playing a major part. Right. We didn't realize that Hank was talking about, no worry, we got undercovers on him. We got people watching. Everyone was saying, evidently, dude, this Todd guy's an undercover cop. Hmm. See, uh, I don't, I don't recall that uh, Hank saying they have undercovers on him. He Maybe said not specifically. We have surveillance. surveillance. Right, you're right. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to interpret that, but he said surveillance. He did not say undercover, so... Well, uh, yeah. It could that, be, obviously. That, it could be. Well, that, that should have been a red flag. And then last night, when they did the previously on Breaking Bad, they put those two scenes right after another, and that's when it hit me. That's when that theory hit me. It was like... You know, Hank saying, you know, we got guys on surveillance and immediately cuts to Todd. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't see that. Of well, course, you know of how course. you know how editing goes, though. They're going to do anything they can to throw us off and make us think this. I mean, hell, right. for two seasons now, I've been thinking that Hank knows exactly what's going on. Hank knows exactly <laughs> what's going on. But does he? I don't really think so. I mean, Hank is kind of retarded. Kind of. Great guy, love his character, but how could you not know what's going on? New watch, <laughs> new cars, you want all this money playing blackjack? Uh, how do you not realize what's going on? An ex-chemistry teacher that's been fired or uh, whatever happened there, I, I don't remember, but come on, come on. <laughs> right. Well, speaking, I know, speaking of, well, so, so this whole episode, when they're going about doing their thing, I'm thinking this Todd guy's gonna bust him or he's remembering this or recording it or something so that was something that threw me off at the very beginning um speaking of hank um walt decided to get a little ballsy again this week and walk right into hank's office and fucking bug him breaking down crying and it was hilarious to me watching hank just get very uncomfortable <laughs> yeah yeah that's just... standard stuff with him yeah that it's, it's it's just hilarious but you know uh, what that was um if you obviously recall, Gus 
used to kind of go into the ASAC and talk to people, hang out, you know, yeah. he's kind of doing the same thing, flaunting his stuff. It's his ego again. He's like, I can go in there. No one knows. This will be fine. And you're right. I mean, Hank's kind of retarded for not picking up on this. I mean, his last boss said it to his face, you know? So I don't know. Does he know? Does he not know? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I want to make note of this. It came across this. If you do like Hank, uh, he will be on Conan as a guest on the 28th of August, promoting the finale. So put Ooh, that nice. on your calendars. Yeah. We like Conan here and we like Hank. So anyway, they're, they're saying, you know, while well, it's flying a little bit too close to the sun by going in there and bugging it. But number one, he's got to go back in there and get that. Don't you think? Get those bugs. I mean, wouldn't I mean, it's just a little USB thing. It's like a keystroke tracker, you know, that records keystrokes. Wouldn't you think that any tech guy would find that? Well, you would think, but you would then th again, you keystroked me, and I didn't know for about three months. I thought I there did. was a ghost in my computer. Well, I didn't keystroke you. That means that copies what you type and sends it to people. What I did to you was I put a phantom thing in your usb port that would move your mouse around and write strange <laughs> words at random <laughs> <laughs> yeah binary code mostly it was binary code but yeah it had me freaked out but i yeah i would consider myself pretty uh, computer savvy and i just had no idea i'm like i'm taking this back this piece of shit i just bought it i'm taking it back <laughs> well uh the other thing i want to talk about with hank here before we get into the whole train thing was did you catch when they were uh when he was bouncing the baby on his lap and they, you know, casually mentions, you know, we're just going to have to keep this baby. And Marie's like, uh-huh. I mean, that's a little bit of foreshadowing, I would think. Like, obviously, they could end up with Hank and Marie. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would not, I wouldn't put that past it. I mean, with the way everything's going, I mean, we know that something's got to happen. They, they don't, the, the characters, let's say, didn't mean that. You know, they're just, they love the baby. You know, everyone loves a baby, you know. Everyone loves a baby. But but that's at least a little foreshadowing for the audience, possibly. Like, hey, yeah, this really could happen. They are probably going to end up with these kids because, you know, Skylar's going off the deep end. God, ugh, she's just miserable. Yeah, yeah. she's. And then we had another little scene with that um, where Walt comes home and... Uh, Walt Jr.'s there. He just came home and refuses to leave. And how about Walt Jr. just being a little bastard right now? Yeah, and where when, he did gets they, a... when did they start calling him Flynn again? I thought that was <laughs> over. Why are they calling him Flynn again? I think that was Marie just trying to make him happy because well, they haven't Skyler, called him Flynn in a year. Then Skyler started calling him Flynn at home. She's like, Flynn, just come out Is when, when Walt walked in. <laughs> right, right. But how much of a bastard does Walt Jr. be when he just gets a brand new awesome car and he has to go stay at his uncle's for the weekend and he's furious about it? Well, it's yeah. Like, Dude. Anyway, the other thing with Hank was he asks Walt Jr. if he wants to watch the movie Heat. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Heat. Thought about it, it haven't. It's a badass movie. That's badass crime movie. And one of the crutches of the movie is that a heist goes very wrong because the robbers bring a new guy into their crew and they don't do a background check on him or a, a com they're not completely familiar with him. That's one of the big plot points of the movie. I know. We're so when he, so when he said heat that foreshadowed something that happened a little bit later in the show, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if you caught that cause I didn't know if, when or if you saw heat last. So. Oh, I didn't, but right as you're right, as you're saying that, I mean, I totally get it, you know, with Todd, he's obviously right. going to have to be a part of the crew. Now who leaves the crew? You can't just keep adding people. I don't think, I no. mean, look, we've got nine people in prison right now that we're paying off. Right. So they don't talk. You can't just keep adding a bunch of people. Someone's got to go. Right. Totally. Totally. I agree. Unfortunately, um, it's going to be Mike. It's going to be Mike. It's going to be Mike. I don't He's want gone. it to be. I it's don't be want Mike. it to be. <clears throat> he, 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 there's no, look, they see now, I think Walt especially, obviously, because he's crazy. Right. He's going to see this as going, huh, here's our new muscle guy. Right. You know, Mike just likes to complain a lot and argue with me constantly. I've yep. got Todd who listens to everything I says, and he kills people, little children especially. Right. That's uh, definitely. 
He's coming in. He's a character. And the flip side of that coin is you got Jesse, who obviously is going to hate this Todd guy. Well, yeah, but now what I what I feel the most important line, and it's not verbatim, but the most important line of the episode was Jesse and Walt were both talking to Todd as they were setting up the whole thing under the bridge there for the train. And Jesse said, no one can know about this. Mm-hmm. No one. And Walt was like, you understand? And Todd says, <laughs> yes, sir. So, hey, was was he in the wrong for doing what he did? He probably didn't feel like it. Hey, no one can know. I'm going to make sure to my bosses that no one knows. Right. I'm going to show them that I'm, you know, in this hardcore. Because all, for all Todd knows, these guys are hardcore drug dealers. Right, right. Well, let's get into this train sequence here. Obviously, that was the big thing. Uh, we mentioned before that uh, very early in the season when they started talking about Jesse James, that Jesse James was going to be a running theme. And here we have basic Old West tra- train robbery. You know what I mean? And they they actually said Jesse James again. Yes, they, they did. They actually mentioned it again. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, they, you know, we're not going to give you the whole summary because we don't like to do that here. But, you know, they get... They get a uh, Lydia, you know, and basically interrogator where I was very nervous that whole scene, like they're just going to kill this woman. Mike, yeah. Mike won't let her live it anymore. And she decides to save their butts and uh, say, you know, you can get this ocean of methylamine uh, from this train. Now, they came up with this idea, evidently behind this little behind the scenes stuff. They came up with this idea for a train thing a while ago. They just were waiting for a good time to use it, figure, figure out if it was even possible to shoot. They don't have a very big budget. And their initial idea was that they were going to steal, instead of a train robbery, it was going to be a tanker truck, and they were going to swoop over it with a helicopter with a giant tube coming out <laughs> and oh, get the methylamine geez. out like that. That was their initial idea, but like a giant A little mosquito. more unrealistic. Right, I thought, this, right. I thought the way they went with it was was very realistic. Like, yeah, that that's very possible, I would assume. I don't know how yeah. to open... Uh, undercarriage and top carriage things of trains, but right. it, it seemed pretty realistic. Uh, but a little cool thing, I mean, this was a pretty big set piece for this type of show with this kind of a budget. You know, usually it's just a lot of people talking, a lot of tension, maybe a couple killings. This was a full train robbery. It took them four days to shoot it. Uh, the train is real, and you can actually ride it in Santa Fe. It's like a day trip with open cars in the back. Uh, what do you call it? A commuter train of sorts. Right. You know, so it, it didn't move as fast as a freight train. So they had to do some editing work to speed it up to make it look like it was a, an actual freight train. thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, they said they had to go like a total eight miles an hour. So, for instance, like when they had the conductors in the, you know, the, or the two uh, engineers, you mm-hmm. know, in the in the train, like looking around and you see the, the world whipping by behind them, they actually had to go in and cut those guys out and put in some fake background going really fast because the train only goes eight miles an hour. It looked like nothing. Oh. It looked like they were just slowly moving along. So yeah. uh, there was also, it was really cool. There was a one shot I noticed of the train and it was like they hooked the camera onto the side of it and there were a ton of weeds just hitting it. And just for me, I'm a video guy. I thought, wow, that's a pretty cool shot. You know, just a real quick montage type shot of the train, but you know, train along the side, a bunch of things hitting it. And then I, I heard Vince Gilligan, the creator, say he actually shot that with his own camera, his Canon 5D, uh, which is a nicer version of what I use. I have a, a Canon, but it's not as nice as a 5D. And that was that shot that they used about a second after they cut. His uh, camera completely fell off and almost shattered. Mm-hmm. because the too many weeds and stuff are hitting it, which I thought was kind of cool. It's like they're using a lot of normal cameras and stuff to shoot this kind of a stuff, like a like a train sequence like this. Yeah, low, low budget, like you said, which I can't imagine. How do you not have a giant budget? This has got to be the biggest show on AMC, aside from, uh, well, I don't know, Mad Men's on AMC, yeah, pretty big, big show. The Walking Dead, which I was into for, you know, like a season and a half, and then I was like, all right, maybe there's poker on or something, and <laughs> I stopped watching that, so. Right, right. Well, um, we'll get, you know, back into a little bit. Mike, of course, there were tons of, tons and just tons of of foreshadowing in this one. I mean, obviously, the, the, the conversation that you said, no one can know about this, nobody, and then Mike, you know, saying there's two kinds of robberies. Those that get away with it. And those that leave witnesses. So mm-hmm. this should have been, but at no point was I just like 
oh, figuring it out. You know what I mean? There was no way. I, I didn't. I completely forgot about the little kid at the beginning with the tarantula. Completely forgot about it. Yeah. I was so nervous during this train scene. Yeah, and you go back and watch it, and at first I, <laughs> I had texted you right after that opening, just texted you, hmm, and you were like, yeah, yeah, we're definitely confused too. <laughs> well, after watching it the second time, you know, the kid's out there, he's getting the tarantula, you hear the train whistle in the background, he looks uh, around for it, and then he kind of takes off to go, I don't know why, but, you know, he went over to go find it apparently, and, and that's what he stumbled across. Yes, this this strange kid who rides a motorbike and just has random jars in his pocket, evidently. Yeah, why wouldn't they? The, the, what, what kind of irked me? And look, I don't. I mean, I know it's a show, so you right, know, killing this kid. It's like whoa, crazy, obviously. But why? Yeah, why wouldn't they just be like, oh, hey, we're just some engineers out here, and we're fixing this thing under the bridge, and <laughs> right. that's that. You little nine-year-old, we'll see you later. No problem here. You know, right, but. They didn't do that. Well, that whole scene into myself, like it's like I was stressed out during the robbery because, you know, I felt like this is the final season. Anyone can go. Anyone can get seriously injured. Anyone can go. This is Breaking Bad. Bad stuff's going to happen. So I was very stressed during the actual robbery. I was twisting around in my chair, which I don't normally do, getting situated very <laughs> violently, you know, just, <laughs> and then finally, you know, it worked and they're cheering and you're finally like, oh, my God relief relief and then that kid shows up and they just kind of wave at each other and i'm just sitting here going it's going to cut to black it's going to cut to black and we're not going to know till next week about what this kid's going to do and all of a sudden dude todd reaches behind his back and collectively in my mind i'm just like jesse in my head no 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 no, no. <laughs> you know so it was such a roller coaster of the last 10 minutes and then it just cuts to black and you're just like oh my god but you're right it's like why why not just go be like, oh, we're fixing the tracks over here. Get away from here. It's not safe. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, we have no idea who Todd is. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I stood up. I mean, I don't know. That last train scene there, I mean, I just stood with my arms folded and <laughs> kind of pacing a little bit and watching the TV, you know, for like a good 10 minutes. I just nervous, wrecked, depressed. Um, but I was like, no, this is not going to end depressing like every episode. This is going to be uplifting. They did it. They yeah. did it. And then they killed the kid. And I was like, God damn it. I can't even work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. Uh, uh, one of the interviews uh, with the makers of this, they go, you know, that's what they wanted us to feel like. But then if you remember, you know, very few times do they ever end an episode uplifting where they it's like, all right, they came together and got it done. Good for them. No, they just leave you pathetic and crawling away. And I think that kind of just goes to show you that this whole team they've got is just a bunch of loose cannons. I mean, nothing ever goes right, you know, but what is starting to happen and I don't want to get too far ahead here, but. You can see now with the magnets, yep. with the, how about we rob the train where no one ever even knows it was robbed. Jesse is the brains now, where yep. Walt used to be the brains. Now Walt's just this egotistical, I don't really care, I'm the man, and we'll just do it this way. But now all of his ideas are stupid, and they don't work. Jesse's ideas are the ones that work. Right. They're slowly bringing Jesse up as the brains of this outfit. Yep. And I could see, and I'm not going with, with this theory whatsoever, but I could see them not even showing that Walt was the one that, that poisoned Brock. You know, Jesse never knows. And at the end, Walt is killed or dies off from his cancer, and Jesse takes over and fade to black. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, but uh, but I'm just saying, I like there's something going on here. Jesse is rising up to the top of this this little gang here. He's the one that's making it all happen. He's the brains. Everyone right. else is I, arguing with each other. Mike and Walt constantly arguing. I know. I, I I mean, I think the writers are really. I agree with you. I think they're really making it a point to because that was almost twice in a row where they did that, where they said. You know, they had they had Mike and Walt against each other, couldn't figure something out. And then there's Jesse sitting in the background just going, yeah, you guys keep fighting while I figure this out. You know, right, and then right. he does. So well, that was... they, they, they could go a different direction with that as well. Jesse now becoming the brains. Walt finally catches on and he's like, whoa, dude, no, 
I'm the one that comes up with the ideas. We'll see you later. Fade to black. Right, right. I mean, we can keep guessing our fade to blacks, but I have no idea where they could be going with this. I mean, all, I, I've heard, obviously, five and seven were supposed to be the the big, the big, you know, crazy stuff happened in episodes. This one didn't really seem to me like a crazy stuff happened until I really thought about it because it really kind of changed, like, now I really can't wait for next week. I always knew there was something going to happen. Now I want to see the aftermath of this. Like, who is this Todd guy? What? How is someone else? You're right. Someone has to be out now. It could be Mike, whether he's dead or what. But Mike needs that money. Because I don't think they, I don't, I don't think they bring Todd in. Like we said, we know he was Landry in Friday Night Lights. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Great actor. Uh, I just don't see how they bring him in for, you know, three, four, five episodes. And they're like, all right, you're out of here. Mike's been around a long time. Excuse me. I think Mike's. Mike's time is kind of coming, to be honest with you. He yeah. was wrong about Lydia. Right. You know, and where he wanted to kill this innocent woman. I mean, I wouldn't call her innocent, but Walt said that. Or, uh, yeah, I think Walt said that. We were going to kill this innocent woman. Right. Mike like, was like. Mike, Mike thinks too far ahead, and he thinks he's always correct. I don't know, man. His time could be coming, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't want it to happen, though. I don't want I it to happen. I wish, I wish Mike didn't have these nine guys that he has to pay off, obviously. But because that's never good. That's never good. That's uh, money that they could be making that Walt obviously wants. Um, Well, something's going to come of that. Something's going to come of that. Big Uh, time. They're not going to be paying these guys off for very long. I don't know how, but they can't keep losing that money paying these guys off. And they made it a point to mention that again uh, in this episode where Walt and Lydia are sitting there in in the basement of that warehouse. And he's like, you really put a hit on Mike? Why? And she's like, well, I was afraid, first of all, obviously. And he's paying off these guys. Right. You know, he's paying them to not talk. I just don't, I don't see that carrying on very much longer. Yeah. And, and Leah used to only work through Mike. Now, Walt and Jesse know who she is and how she works. I mean, they don't need Mike anymore. It's another clue right? there. Yeah, there you go. Right, exactly. But, I mean, I think the two biggest clues, or two biggest things I'm thinking about for next next week is that Todd killed this kid straight up no hesitation no emotion just like well now this has to happen bang just nothing and jesse's flipping the fuck out the other thing is that yeah jesse flipped the fuck out one thing jesse does not like through this whole show is kids getting killed or hurt in the process of what they're doing right and now this guy and their crew who they just brought along uh just shot a kid right in front of them and uh i can't wait to see the aftermath of that yeah, with no remorse. I mean, we've got to get some sort of backstory on Todd. Who is this guy? I mean, who can just shoot a kid point blank and be like, "Yep, did it." Yep, this Matt who Damon look alike. What's? I mean, I want to know what he, <laughs> what he's up to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here, real quick, um, I want to uh, just shout out a couple of people who actually left us some comments this week. I made a point last week to talk about how no one left us any comments. You know. That's crazy. I mean, we've got 150,000 subscribers. That that just blows my mind that no one would comment. Uh, I want to first. <laughs> I want to talk about. Uh, let's see here. Username erf3330 on yeah. iTunes said it's our guy uh, or girl gave us five stars on iTunes. We appreciate it. He said these guys are great, very entertaining. Definitely listen to them after each episode and go back and then listen to the rest. Keep up the good work. Well, we plan on it, my friends. We just wanted yeah, to thank you. Thank you thank for you, ERF. ERF 3330. 3330. Something like that. Uh, also, nice. over here, we're we're posting ours to stream on SoundCloud if you can't download them. Uh, so you can stream them straight from there on, on, on talkingbad.blogspot.com. And Zemo Bean, Z-M-O-B-E-N, says, Hey, guys, just discovered you on Reddit. And got and I got to say, you have a top-notch podcast. I don't know whether you guys have done podcasts before, but you really are natural at it. Uh, you got a new fan. I'll be certainly listening every week. As for this episode, I love that Hank theory you guys have developed. Ah, yeah, talking about yeah. talking about how Hank, you know, he'll might find out that Walt is the guy, but can't do anything about it because now he's the head of the DEA. Right. And he's got his kids. I mean, he, there's nothing he can really do. He's in a very tight situation. That's why he very well could know. 
he and, could know. And just not say anything. That, yeah, it could come later that he's known for months. Right, right. Oh, yeah, he says, for the longest time, I thought it was going to be a standoff, but I knew Vince Gilligan wouldn't make the obvious happen, so your theory solidified my hesitation on believing that obvious standoff will happen. Very interesting. Keep up the good work. I will definitely try to spread the word about this show. Well, thank you very much, Zemo Bean, I guess is your name. Um, He mentioned uh, Reddit. Uh, Reddit is, uh, if you guys don't know what Reddit is, it's kind of a, a content site where people can go and sign up and submit links and they'll upvote and downvote them and the best stuff gets to the top. And it's basically a site that collects the best stuff on the internet and they vote on it. It's the best it's way a, it's, a, it's, it. a, it's a very underground thing. I don't even know what the hell it is, but <laughs> I also have never even heard of SoundCloud until basically just now that you were like, hey, we're putting our shit on SoundCloud. What is that? It's like YouTube, but for audio. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. That's, That's the easiest way to describe it. It's just straight up audio and you can upload audio files there and then people can stream them rather than having to download to listen to them. So check oh, us nice. out. On, okay. Yeah. Check us out on there. Check us out on, uh, iTunes, obviously, but also we submitted our last episode on uh, the Breaking Bad section of Reddit because we thought we might get a little more people to know about our podcast and maybe listen in and give us some more comments to talk about. Um, and we got contacted by one of the 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 um, subreddit or like a moderator, the moderator of the Breaking Bad uh, Edify, uh, we'd like to call him. And he called us up or, or sent us an email and uh, talked about a lot of the actual stars of the show that he's gotten to talk with and meet and do what's called an AMA, which is basically a, an online Q&A with. So real quick here, earlier tonight, we uh, we gave him a call, and we talked to them a little bit about that, so we're going to play that for you now. All right, uh, we're here with uh, Jerry Kuntz, a.k.a. Edify on Reddit. Uh, this is a guy that we met, a fellow Breaking Bad fan, uh, who's actually had some contact with some of the cast doing... Uh, what are called AMAs on Reddit, or basically Q&As, uh, but on the internet, kind of in a discussion forum. So say hi to everyone, Jared. You're our first guest on Talking Bad. Oh, uh, that's pretty awesome. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm glad to be a uh, part of this podcast, and uh, I'll answer anything you guys want me to uh, answer. Let's, let's just uh, do this and have some fun. Now, tell us tell us a little bit, though, like how you, you you got into like Breaking Bad first of all like when did you first start watching it were you there from the beginning did you start like halfway through like what oh man I started watching from the pilot because uh, uh, you know what is it four years ago now yeah. um, a friend of mine uh, yeah four years my god uh, four years ago a friend of mine at work like told me about the show and I, I had already been watching a little bit of Mad Men so I had seen the the commercials and whatnot, but yeah, I started watching from day one, man. From day one, I've been a fan. Wow. See, I was a late bloomer. I, I got into it on when it came out on Netflix, and I just blew through these these first few seasons, and then been addicted ever since. Obviously, but you've had actual contact with like some of the actual cast. Like, tell us how uh, how you got in contact with the guy that plays Gus. I can't pronounce his name, but oh, his name is it's pronounced Giancarlo Esposito. Okay. That was the first one that uh, we organized, and I'll be honest with you, with the Giancarlo uh, AMA, you know, Ask Me Anything on Reddit, as it's called, um, I actually had a lot of help with that one, and he even did his AMA from uh, within the uh, the YouTube offices. Oh, wow. Yeah, they even filmed, like, video responses, like, that was a bit bigger, but it, but it created this snowball effect of just all these other, like, smaller, uh, what do you call it, character actors that right. have AMAs on uh, the, the Breaking Bad subreddit. No, so Gus really got the ball rolling for you then with uh, some of these, uh, you know, smaller characters. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Without that, I don't think we would have been able to do this. And I did have a lot of help from, like, the Reddit staff, and as mm-hmm. I said, like, the, the YouTube staff and everything. Right. And that was, that was just great. What what was he like? I mean, you know, obviously in Breaking Bad, you know, he's this, well, he's a very likable guy, actually, uh, until things are not going his way, you know, and then obviously you know how he can get, but, and look, we know that's a character, but was he, was he a pretty cool guy? I mean, he, he seems like he would be. Oh, man, well, as, as, an, as, uh, as far as personally getting to know him, I didn't get that privilege, unfortunately. But I did get the ball rolling on getting him onto uh, Reddit 
to do one of these uh, AMAs. And uh, it, as far as the other AMAs we've had with the cast, every time someone asks, like, who, who is uh, so dramatically different from their character on the show, the answer is always Giancarlo Esposito. And if you look at his past roles, it's like they're, they're so dramatically different from Gus that uh, he's an amazing actor. I saw Giancarlo Esposito, who I'll, which is whose name I'll remember forever now. He's on that new show on NBC coming out this fall, I think, that you're looking forward to. Oh, reunion. Was it Community, or is it a different one? No, 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 it's not Community. It's the one where the power goes out. Reunion. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't followed that, but that's cool. Yeah, that's great that it's a personal Now, you, uh, you also got in contact with uh, the two cousins... You were telling me that they like blocked they blocked their number because they thought it was a scam or something. Oh no! Originally, uh, you know, Louis Louis Moncada, the uh, he's slightly heavier set, and, and as he says, he's the more handsome one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He, he called me from a blocked number because he he thought originally thought people were trying to screw with him, and and now. Uh, these days, he's actually like an avid redditor. Like he comes onto Reddit and makes posts. Huh. And he interacts with the community from time to time. Like he's such a hilarious guy. Just so <laughs> totally polar opposite of his uh, silent, deadly assassin character on the show. Oh yeah, dude! I was terrified of those two for like a month. And then of course his brother, his brother um, uh, Daniel. He goes by Danny. Uh, Lewis talked him into doing an AMA, and I talked to him on the phone, and, and uh, he does, like, I guess in his, as his day job, he does things like catering for movies, right, and right. an on-call tattoo artist, like, he talked about all that in his AMA, and uh, just another stand-up guy, like, both of those, you know, they live together, and, uh, and uh, just two just stand-up guys, just great to get to know, just great guys. Let's see here. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, Skinny Pete for a second. Charlie uh, Baker. Charlie Baker. Charlie Baker. Yeah, he was like Charlie. Um, uh, he's a cool dude, man. Like he, um, he did a podcast recently, and and don't quote me verbatim here, but one of the things he had to say was uh, he'd feel like an asshole if he didn't do whatever he could do to help promote this show because it's one of the greatest television shows in the history of television. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, funny story, when I was setting up the uh, fundraiser that we did on Reddit, which you guys might ask me about here in a little bit, uh, oh, yeah. uh, I called him, uh, I had got the news that we picked the date. And, and it was kind of late at night, and I, so I was making all these calls, and, uh, and I called uh, Charlie, Charles Baker, and uh, it was pretty late, and I didn't realize it. And the next day, I got this text message. And I won't <laughs> tell you what it said, but he wasn't too happy about that. You know, he's got like, a infant daughter and, and uh, a young son. And that's he was when I called him. And I was, like, I was like, shit, I fucked up. But no, he's a great guy, and, uh, and he helped me with that fundraiser and everything. And Dude, I loved Skinny Pete. I loved the Skinny Pete character. Um, in, in especially uh, maybe uh, three episodes back when it just shows this person wailing away on the piano and then it pans out and it's him. You're like, what the hell? That's amazing. <laughs> you know, he talks about that. He talks about that in the podcast that he did. Um, I can't remember which podcast it was, but he talks about how in the church where they did the scenes with the, um, uh, the N.A. group, uh, during lunch, he was bored, and there was a piano in the church, and so he just like hopped on the piano and started playing. And then the writers, one of the writers, like noticed, and they're like, "Oh, how can we work this into the show?" And that's and that's why they did that. Oh that's wow, that's cool. And again, don't quote me verbatim, but he was saying like after that, he was like walking past the writers, like juggling and stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah, you had mentioned. This this breaking good fundraiser that you guys did. Tell us a, how, a little bit about what you did with that. Well, I gotta say at first that some people weren't as impressed as I had hoped uh, because it took three months of planning, like the logistics, 
who we were going to donate for, uh, you know, just everything. It took three months to plan it. And so some people were kind of like, eh, it's not as cool as we thought it was going to be. But we did end up raising uh, over $3,000 for a community center in, in uh, South Central Los Angeles that uh, Louis Moncada uh, selected. And, uh, and so it, it was great. You know, we raised money for a good cause and uh, had uh, Louis Moncada, um, Charlie Baker, and also Rodney Rush, who plays Combo. Uh, all like show up on Reddit and then just kind of talk and say, hey, this is a good cause, let's raise some money. And then uh, people that donated uh, will be being sent uh, like Reddit.com stickers and Breaking Bad DVDs and stuff like oh, that. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah, it sounds like it, man. Man, that place helps children and, and children can't help themselves, so. Right, right. Good, good point. Good that we did that, yeah. Especially children who go motorbiking in the desert by themselves, huh? That was intense, man. I could not believe that. I just... I got a bit emotional. Well, um, real quick here, to wrap things up here, um, I wanted to ask you, you guys have another AMA coming up that I wanted to mention. Tell me about that. It's with Jeremiah Batsui. That's how you say his last name, Batsui. He's a Native American actor. Okay. Uh, his first film was uh, Natural Born Killers. Nice. Uh, back, in, back in, like, I believe, 95, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Jeremiah's going to join us on the 20th of this month and do a Reddit Ask Me Anything. Like, basically, how it started was this uh, individual on Reddit, her Reddit username is Hollygram. Uh, she, okay. messaged me and said, she messaged me and she said, hey, Jeremiah's got this Facebook page and he replied to me and I know that you've done this kind of stuff before. So uh, she, she said, you should message him. And so about, I think it was July 12th, I think, I sent him a, a message on Facebook kind of going over what an AMA is and all that. And then, and then just like a week ago, maybe a little bit more than a week ago, I finally got a reply to him on Facebook saying, hey, sorry I haven't gone back to you, I'm real busy, here's my uh, manager's email. And so I got to uh, emailing with his manager, and we, we probably sent like over a dozen emails back and forth. And, uh, and finally I got on the phone with her, and she was like, hey, wrap my head around what an AMA is. Right. And, and, so I, and so I said, okay, well, hey, you just want to check out some of the ones we've done before? And as soon as she saw Giancarlo's name, she was just like, oh, you got Giancarlo to do one? She was like, we got to do this. <laughs> you just sound like you're another guy who's doing a lot and putting a lot of work in like us, basically for the love of the show. So yeah, we wanted to get... I'm just a normal guy. There's nothing special about me. Anybody can do this. You just got to put a lot of time into it. Right, right. Well, we we thank you a lot for taking the time out and talking with us here a little bit. And any good word you can do to help, you know, get our show out there or get, get maybe somebody from, I don't know, one of these small character actors that they'd like to come on and say hi, we would absolutely love that, dude. Oh, yeah, I'd love to get uh, Lewis or uh, Charlie on here to talk to you guys. They're, they're real cool, dude. Be sure to get to Reddit, you know, on the 20th of August and uh, talk with Victor a little bit. You know, he'll be answering your questions. Yeah, it's reddit.com slash r slash breaking bad. It'll be the 20th on around at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, that was Jared, a.k.a. Edify, one of the moderators of the Breaking Bad subreddit of Reddit. So if you are a Redditor, check out the Breaking Bad subreddit uh, on the 20th of August, I believe it is. I don't even know what Reddit is. Like, what is Reddit? It's a website. <laughs> I'm just like, what is it? I've never even heard of it. So, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, that's obvious. awesome if, like, tons of people were on there, and they're like, hey, check out this podcast, Reddit. I'm like, what? How do you even spell it? <laughs> well, uh, if you go there on the 20th to Reddit, it's, it's spelled R-E-D-D-I-T dot com. On the 20th, okay. around 4 p.m., Jeremiah, I can't pronounce his last name. I'll try. Do you remember? Bits, Bitsu? No. Bitsui? A.K.A. Um, I, forget, I forget what he said. I forget what he said. Baluzzi. Yeah. 
Anyway, the actor that plays soon. Victor, who had his thr- <clears throat> the throat slit, will be online answering all of your questions at 4 p.m. on January the 20th. So check that out because it gives you a chance to actually ask some of the cast some questions, which we'd like to do. But on the what I was what I was trying to I know we had some a little bit of audio issues during the interview there, but what I wanted to ask Edify Jared, uh, you know, when I had mentioned like how was Giancarlo? What was his personality like? I know he's an actor and I you know he's acting. The cool thing in Breaking Bad is we have never ever ever once seen him raise his voice, do anything, even when he slit Victor's throat. I mean. It was very calm, nonchalant. The only time we ever saw him even make a face of like, yeah, was right before that bomb exploded. And he yelled. Yep. He was like, no. And the bo- you know, I just, I thought that was so cool because we have never seen him with any sort of uh, emotion. Like negative emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Not even just, well, yeah, any emotion whatsoever. I mean, no, he's a very nice guy. He was very nice, but. Right before that bomb exploded, you know, and you just see him scream. I, I think about that a lot, actually, when, you know, in terms of Breaking Bad. And I don't just think about it during the day when I'm working. Do you just stuff. sit around thinking about Giancarlo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just, you know, I always find that cool. It's like he never shows emotion. And right before that bomb went off, you finally saw him go, no. Right, right. Totally, dude. And that was one of the pretty cool biggest badass moments of this whole series, I think, when that, oh, yeah, when that went off. Totally. I, you know, uh, my favorite, actually, real just real quick, since you said, that, you know, the best thing in the series, that whole pool scene down in Mexico when they poison everybody. Yeah. I think that was my favorite scene of the entire series. I, when everyone just starts dying, <laughs> you know, like falling over and dying. I'm like, what? That's insane. That scene, they're down in Mexico. If you remember, Gus goes down and poisons the Mexican cartel. Uh, to take over. That's the scene you're talking about, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I watched that scene, and I immediately went and downloaded the song from that scene. Oh, yeah? Because I thought it was badass in a very old-school music and a very violent scene, Quentin Tarantino-type thing. Right. Um, so I wanna, I'm want i looking for the name of it here. called Tidal Wave by the OCs, the O-H space S-E-E-S. So that's the song that's played during that scene. Uh, AMC does a pretty good job of posting the music that they put on their show. So if you see a song you like, head over to amc.com. We don't work for them, but check it out. You know what I'd actually like to plug right here? Go for it. This is completely mind-blowing to me. You had sent me this email. Right. Um, I I can tell you right now, you sent it to me on uh, August 12th. This video was uploaded to YouTube on August 8th. Oh, yeah. It is now August 14th. There's only 5,740 views, which is mind-blowing to me. I want to give a shout-out to Grable424. Grable. That's on YouTube, though, right? Yeah, G-R-A-B-L-E-424. Watch his or her, I don't know. Watch their video. It's called Breaking Bad Black. No matter how it may look, I only had you in my heart. You run from things or you face them. It's all about accepting who you really are. Except who I am. And who are you? I'm the bad guy. Dude, I watched this four times today. <laughs> and I watched the show yesterday. I didn't even watch, you know, I, I watched it today, like after I'd already watched the show. You need to watch this show, watch this video before every episode. It will pump you up. This is the coolest Breaking Bad video on YouTube, straight up. And it's only got 5,700 views. Unbelievable. Grable 424, it's called Breaking Bad Black, mind-blowing. 
best video I've seen. I'll put a link to that uh, on the uh, show notes of this episode here, so it'll link right to it. You can click on it, Breaking Bad Black. It's this really awesome fan video this person made. Unbelievable. How does it only have 5,700 views? I mean, it's only been out there for six days. I don't care. I would have thought it had 3 million views by now. Unbelievable. This person needs to get noticed. The editing is unbelievable. The song is phenomenal. Yeah. Awesome. Check that out. Awesome. Check that out. It's really badass. I mean, I sent it to Blake, obviously, but... Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, let's wrap it up here. Next week, uh, the only hint that I've heard, and this comes straight from the showrunner's mouth, for next week, and I only said one word, and that is electricity. It's the hmm. only hint we're given is electricity, straight from Vince Gilligan. Hmm. So, electricity, electricity no what idea. do you think... What's your theory for next week, if you had to take a guess? I mean, I don't, I don't even have a guess. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like, if you would ask me last week, what do you think will happen at the end? And I was like, you know what? I think Todd's going to shoot a child. <laughs> no. Like, who, who knows? No, I, don't, I, don't I mean, know. I'm not That's taking insane. a shot in the dark, but obviously there's some things that happen this week that are going to have to be resolved next week. I think, I think we're both pretty sure Mike could be on his way out as much as we like him. I think that's something that, I mean, I, we, I did see in the very short, you know, next week on breaking bad where Mike's like, I'm out and he looks serious about it. You know, I'm out of this. So I don't know. Now, again, that, that could be an editing thing. He could be talking about something completely different and they edit it all together and right, make us right. be like, what? Um, but I, I will be honest with you by the, by the end of episode eight, I would not be surprised if that is our mid-season break-off. Right. Mike is killed, and he's out of it. Ooh. I would not be surprised at that. I would not be surprised. I, I actually... No one else. No one else. I mean, Lydia, whatever. I mean, she can die. It doesn't matter. She's like a mini-character, but Mike's kind of a main character. I would not be surprised if he gets killed off. I actually had a theory the other night that I would like to propose, if you would All like right, to hear it go. real quick, real quick. I would... Love to hear it. Okay, so here's what we got. We got three more episodes left, right? And then we're going mm -hmm. on a year break till next summer where there's going to be a final eight episodes. Yep, ridiculous. Can't even believe it. Can't even believe it. A year break? What is this, Lost? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> what we did, though, is we got to see uh, Walt, apparently, at age 52, a year from now. You know, sitting in the restaurant at the very beginning of the premiere of this season. Now, what could happen to Walt that would, A, make him so mad he would go out and get a machine gun, and B, what could happen where we would have to flash forward to a year from now and see him then? I don't know, but you're talking about the end of the show here. Like, I don't know. No, this no, no. theory should wait, possibly. No, no, you're no, talking no, about no. the end of the show. Uh, here's my, I'm talking about my theory for episode eight of this, this oh. first date. I predict... Walt gets double-crossed by somebody in his crew, and he goes to jail. And he's in jail for a year, or eight months, or nine months, or whatever his sentence is. And when we see him in the premiere, he's gotten out of jail, and he's going after the people that put him in jail. That's my theory. Yeah, what's what's he going to jail for only a year for? Who though? knows? Trafficking something? I don't know. I don't no, know. That, that's got to carry way more than a year. People get caught with like an, a pound of marijuana and they go to jail for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, 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 I don't know. It was just a theory I came up with. It's like, well, why flash forward a year? Why would he be taking revenge against somebody? And it's like, well, if, if his ego gets too big and someone pisses him off and he has, he ends up having to serve some time that would make sense then we when we come back we catch up with them after his sentence so you think that the beginning scene of episode 1 season 5 is actually going to be episode 8 of season 5 and not episode what 16 i don't think it's going to be at the end i think i think what that very first cold open we saw where him in the restaurant was him after he gets out of jail and he's going after somebody. Now, we don't know why, but we'll find out at the end of episode eight. He gets in trouble. He gets arrested. Maybe Jesse double-crosses him because he found out about Brock or something. He gets put away for jail for a year for something. And now he's out. And he's pissed. Ah, I don't know if I can buy it. You okay. know, only because 
he's had a complete identity change. He's been in so, jail for a year, away from his family, away from everybody and anything he's known. Well, yeah, but why Why the identity change? Uh, I mean, if I went to jail for a year, I'd be like, all right, I'm Blake still. Here I am a year later. Good to see everybody. Very true, very you know? true. I don't know. I don't uh, there's know. some holes there. There's some you holes there, but it's yeah, a theory. A couple, couple holes, couple holes. Couple holes. <laughs> all right, well, uh, let me see here if I can. <sighs> I think you should end this podcast with the music of this uh, Grable 424 video, dude. Okay. I will. That song's awesome. Did you find out what the song was? Probably, probably only because it's with this video, but it's, the song is called Black by Carrie Kimmel. I chose a half measure when I should have gone all the way. I'll never make that mistake again. No more half measures, Walter. Jimmy Kimmel. Right. K-A-R-I, Carrie Kimmel. Okay. I'm going to watch this right when we're done with this. Kidding me? <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have time for this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I know it was a long one, and we did a couple little promotions here and talking with people. But uh, what? Next week's episode is called... I'm sorry. I was getting to that. Next week... Oh, sorry. Let's start that over. Okay. Okay. Um, next week's episode is called Buyout. It is... One word, buyout. Episode six, there's only three more left, folks. And then they're going to make us wait a year. You know, you know, they're gonna, it's going to be a painful episode eight to leave us on. A painful episode eight. They're going to leave us oh, yeah. hanging so hard. Oh, yeah. So look forward to that. We're going to leave you with the song from this um, YouTube video that's very awesome. Uh, the link to that, again, is in the show notes, so check that out. And we'll be back next week with our review of buyout. We'll see you then. Everything gone I've ever cared about is gone. He's dying because someone gave it to him. And this is your way of ripping my heart out before your daddy gone. Just admit it. Admit what you did. Admit I did not do this. Shut up. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. I have never been more alone. I am nothing. No one. You are a pathetic junkie. I'll do it. Do it. I'll do it. Do it. That's, That's all of life. It is growth then decay, then transformation. It is fascinating, really. I, 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 real quick. Okay. I just hope that after season eight, the whole America doesn't collapse and we have no TV <laughs> or like I somehow die before I can see what happens for the last eight <laughs> episodes. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs>